The Grants were never far from Cecily's thoughts. Henry Grant's father had always cut her husband out, cheated him, and the hatred had escalated over the years. Now Margot Grant was making things intolerable. There was going to be another battle between Richard and Henry, of that she was convinced. "'And where is Meg?' Cecily asked her sons. George spoke up. "'I saw her going up to the attics.' "'I wonder why she was going up there?' Cecily looked puzzled. "'She told me her friend Lillian Jameson is being given a spring ball for her sixteenth birthday,' Edward announced. "'Meg said she was going to look in the trunks.' He broke off as the door opened to admit his sister. "'There you are, darling,' Cecily exclaimed, rising, moving towards her daughter, Margaret. "'Ned said you'd gone to look in those old trunks.' "'Yes, I did, Mamma. Meg answered, gliding into the room. At fourteen she was as graceful as her mother, and she looked pretty this morning with her blonde hair and a red wool dress. Meg was blossoming. Smiling at her youngest daughter, Cecily murmured, "'You didn't mention that Lady Jameson is giving a spring ball.' "'It's not definite yet, mother, but Lillian is hoping, and so am I.' "'Well, did you find anything interesting in the trunks?' Cecily asked. "'Oh, yes, Mamma, I did. Some wonderful frocks, all beautifully packed away. They're like new.' Will you come and look? I'll be happy to, Cecily answered, taking her daughter's arm. Laughing, the two of them went out together. There's a sea fret coming up, Richard said, swivelling around on the window seat in Edward's bedroom. I can't see any of the fishing cobbles out there, Ned. It's thick like a fog. Well, it really is a fog in a sense, Edward responded. A fret usually comes up when cold winds blow in from the sea over the warmer land. And there wouldn't be any fishermen out this afternoon, you know. Tonight, perhaps, if the fog lifts, little fish. Richard grinned. He loved this name Edward had given him years ago. Having a nickname bestowed by Edward made him feel very special. There was a knock on the door, and Edward called, Come in. Jessop, the butler, entered, inclining his head. Master Edward, please excuse me. Your mother wishes to speak with you in the library. It is a matter of some urgency. There was something curiously wrong about the room. Edward stood in the doorway of the library, hesitating. It was far too dark, and this was not normal. It wasn't like his mother not to have the electric lights blazing. She loved sunshine and brightness. Only two small lamps were turned on in the vast room, even though dusk was descending. He was filled with sudden unease, felt a sense of desolation enveloping him. He went in, peering ahead in the dim light. He could make out his mother standing next to a high-backed wing-chair at the far end, behind her, wrapped in shadow, a figure. Slowly Edward approached his mother, every sense alerted to trouble. Fear, he decided, fear is present here, and the hackles rose on the back of his neck. Mother, she said nothing. Edward switched on a lamp. He noticed how dark his mother's eyes were, and huge in a face without expression. She was very pale. All colour had drained away. What is it? His voice was sharp, rising with urgency. A shudder rippled through her, and Cecily gripped the back of the chair to steady herself. It's your father. There's been an accident. A fire. Your father... And Edmund. They're dead, Edward. Her voice broke, but she somehow managed to keep a hold on her emotions. 
My brother and your cousin Thomas? They too were killed. <laughs>